something else that people need to stop doing. What are you even doing? Why would you want melanoma on your ass? I can't even with the TikToks of it, like people filming themselves doing this. Like you're supposed to, I think you're supposed to do that when you're pregnant. (laughs) Rub your perineum. I think you're supposed to, to help with, (laughs) in addition to Kegels. How do you do that? Down here, like trying to rub your You're already there sometimes, you know? (laughs) Keep your perineums to yourself, everyone. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome Welcome to Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. (laughs) Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sarah, I have some Los Angeles-centric news to share, which is V important. I guess it technically doesn't open to the public until September, but our Biologique Recherche opened their first stateside Biologique Recherche LA Ambassade, okay, Biologique, I'm from Texas. I'm going to say Biologique. I'm sorry. Everyone there was like, Biologique. I'm like, Biologique. So Biologique Recherche, they make the iconic P50 lotion. They make like several versions of it. I found out that I should probably be using P50W, which apparently mixes better with tretinoin use. Okay. So that was interesting to find out. But they opened an iconic gorgeous, absolutely stunning clinic on Melrose Place in Los Angeles. So if you are coming to visit Los Angeles and you want to get the biologique treatments, the way they do it in France, because this is the only stateside spa they have. I thought they had one in New York. Surely I was like, surely they have one in New York. I know. It's interesting that they've decided to launch their first one in LA. Unheard of, but I'm absolutely here for it. I agree. I'm totally here for it. It is stunning. Two stories. I had a life-changing facial there this week. Alicia had the most magical hands, literally an hour of just massage and the BR technique. So if you go to like a spa in New York, like I think Rescue Spa or like in Miami, several spas carry the BR products, right? Like you can carry those products, but they don't teach you how to apply them the way they do at the French ambassade that they have, right? Mm-hmm. And so you are getting just like from decollete, literally like almost to my nips, all the way to my hairline. I got the most incredible facial decollete treatment, just the pressing, the lymphatic drainage, the application, so much care, so much just love and intention, putting these products on my skin, massaging it into the skin. I think I like left the planet. It was truly gorge. And 
they're going to start offering body treatments soon, which I'm literally like, if you can do to my body what you did to my face in terms of lymphatic drainage, then yes, please. I'm so bummed. I missed out on like the opening and I am like trying to figure out a date to go in because I'm absolutely in need of this. Okay, you know what I really want us to do? I want us to go get body treatments together. I mean, you should obviously get a facial. Go in together, get body treatments, then walk over to Maria Tosh, which just opened, and go to her jewelry store and get our ears pierced (laughs) together. I've been trying to find a place to get Zoe's ears pierced. I wonder if they'll do it. I bet they will. I also know that Brian Keith Thompson at Body Electric will also do it. What a badass baby going to a tattoo parlor to get her first stud earrings. I was thinking of that too. And like, how badass would that be? (laughs) Maybe we'll bring her there instead. I met someone recently who worked for Claire's like corporate for a really long time and no shade to Claire's, but she was like, do not bring your baby to Claire's to get her ears pierced. I was like, oh, okay. Immediately no. I got my ears pierced at a Walmart. No, that was like the first piercing? My first piercing, I was like two or three at a Walmart in Texas. Hey, you know what? We all love Walmart here now. We're changed women. We are. We are changed women. Walmart, we stand. I can't even remember because I was literally like an infant. I mean, and I wasn't in the Philippines, but like in our culture, it's like you get your ears pierced like right away. And so I don't even remember. Being a cosmetologist was like, you will be having your ears pierced. But then I wasn't allowed to get a second piercing until I was 18. And I remember me and my friend Bailey driving to the nearest Claire's in Round Rock, Texas, in a super Walmart center. Literally, we were like, great, let's get our ears pierced. And we don't even have to ask our parents for permission because we're 18 years old. It was great. Oh my God. Love it. I didn't get a second hole in my ear until like way later, but I did get my nose pierced when I went to college when I was 18 and my mom threatened to stop paying for my tuition. My parents threatened to not pay for my college tuition if I got a tattoo. My dad was like, I was in the military for like 20 years and I didn't get a tattoo. So if I can abstain, so could you. I'm like, you need to get a grip. Now I've just gone haywire with ear piercings because literally I have nine ear piercings. Oh my God, you have nine? I don't, I only have five. Definitely have more room. I'm running out of space though. Like I'll have to go up to my cartilage, but I hate getting my cartilage pierced because they never last. My ear rejects it. It's hard. So by a Legique Rochere, Ambassade, on Melrose Place. Melrose Place is starting to thrive again. That's where Facile is, where Dr. Sam is. Okay, so go get a facial, then go talk to Dr. Sam about Cool Peel. Or vice versa. Yeah, switch it up. Go grab an Alfred. Get your Alfred matcha tea or coffee. There's Zimmerman, Love Shack Fancy, Catch Steak is around the corner. Literally mouth-watering, delicious meal, Catch Steak. You can really do so much over there. It's like a great place to bring visitors, like tourists. They love a Melrose situation. You will always see celebrity. Who have you seen on Melrose Place? It's been a really long time. I don't know. Who have you seen? That's like exciting. I saw Joel McHale at Cotton On when it was still there. I like didn't realize. Pre-hair transplant? You got a hair transplant? This was news to me. Amanda Mitchell on the Refinery Beauty team. She's like, I want a series where I just feel like they have a wig. They have hair transplant. That's a wig. And she's like, and it's basically everyone. Just like everyone has veneers in LA and Hollywood. Wait, does she think that Justin Timberlake has a hair transplant or a wig? 
I think she thinks it's a wig. I think we've talked about this already, but you need to Google Joel McHale and see his new like hair style for his new show that he's doing. And it's like, wow, that's a lot of hair. Like you have to see it. Okay. I will be doing a deep dive on this because, <laughs> you know, this is my passion. So, yes, I saw Joe McHale pre-hair transplant. Don't quote us. We don't know. Allegedly. Alleged. And then the other thing I wanted to mention is that MGK Machine Gun Kelly opened a pop-up for his nail lacquer brand, Undone Lacquer, also on Melrose by Crossroads Kitchen. Super cute. A large space where you can go in, you can book a nail appointment online, get nail art done. I went this week. I saw Brittany Boyce, who we both love, who is definitely coming on the podcast soon. She did some Barbie core nails for me using the Undone Lacquer. And I think this is kind of like a good testament to how great Undone's nail polish is. I went in with Gel X extensions on that had nail art that was like kind of like raised and stuff like that. And she was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to conceal this. <laughs> and so she was like, let me try something. So she like, you know, kind of sanded it down a little bit and they looked cool. Like they looked matte, but then she covered it with this bright pink called Party Favor. And then she put on this glitter top coat called Unbirthday. And it's holding up really, really nicely, A, but B, like you can't even tell that I have nail art underneath it. Technically, she only needs to do one coat, but she did two because that's what you do in a professional setting. It was great. So they have merch there. They have the polishes available there because they're not in store anywhere. So if you want to try the nail polish, you can go pick it up. They have kits. Their kits are awesome because they come with several colors, top coats and cleanup brushes and nail art brushes. So you can really, you know, experiment and have fun. But yeah, book an appointment online. Just look up the Undone uh, Nail Lacquer Bar and that should be going till the end of August. But yeah, I did both of those things this week and they were both fabulous. By the way, Joel McHale needed three hair transplant surgeries to feel like himself. Quote, I'd be totally bald. So it's not a secret. Oh, wow. Maybe he should come on the podcast. Talk about his hair transplant journey. I wish more people were upfront about their hair transplants. Me too, Kirby. More to come. More to come in October from Refinery. Oh, oh, okay. Yes, yes. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. We need to just celebrate the fact that everyone is wearing fake hair. Myself included. There's no shame, everyone. Why? Why, why is there any shame in that? What I found out that majority of the people I saw in the photos that I took as reference pictures to my stylist in Texas when I lived there had just gobs of fake hair in their head. It was a relief. Some people do have amazingly dense hair. One of those people being Ana de Armas, I learned this week from the hair department head at Blonde. I was like, would she ever have like dyed her hair platinum blonde for this role? And they were like, no, she's a working actress type of thing. And it's like a lot of wear and tear on a hair, obviously. But Marilyn Monroe's hair, you know, she was a natural brunette with curly, coarse hair. So when you dye curly, coarse hair like that to a platinum where that she ended up being, it affects the way that the hair looks. And her hair wasn't super dense to begin with. So just the way that it lays on Anna's head, like her natural hair, it wouldn't have looked right. Totally. It would have been so different. Yeah. I mean, I was even looking at old photos of me when I had extensions and like, I have a lot of hair as it is, but like, I was like, wow, my hair looks so full and I loved the way that it looked. Just crazy. Everyone just has fake hair and it's great. Okay. 
Let's move on to what's currently on my face. Sarah. Oh my God. They gotcha. They gotcha. They got me. They got me. Okay. So we did that episode where we said that nothing from Biosance, unfortunately, worked for Kirby and me. You live and learn. You live and learn. And maybe because also that was, how long ago was that? Not that long ago. But you know, like with every skincare brand, every beauty brand, not everything is going to work. The entire collection might not work for you, but maybe, you know, a few products here and there. And so when I went on this press trip to the Biosance Labs, personally, the squalane oil is just not for me, like pure oil, like great. I mean, so many people swear by it and I love that for them, but doesn't work for me. However, I did not know that they came out with a sunscreen, I think in like 2020. And it was like, you know, in the bathroom or whatever, the hotel that we were staying at. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to try it. It's got squalane. Every single product of theirs has the squalane in it. Squalane and zinc sheer mineral sunscreen. It's cute. Comes in this little 1.69 ounce tube. And I was like, I'm here. I'm going to try it. And I actually was really shocked how sheer it was for a mineral sunscreen. I will, I want to preface this by saying like, if you are someone who is looking for a completely invisible mineral sunscreen, I mean, you follow Kirby and me, like, you know that like, it's almost impossible. And like, this has, you know, 14% zinc oxide. So I think for the fact, the fact that it is as sheer as it is, it was pretty impressive to me. I have read a lot of reviews it has not worked for everyone. There are some people who have really, you know, deep skin tones and have said that this works for them. There is a little bit of a cast, but they don't mind. They wear it underneath their makeup. They wear their makeup on top of it, puts powder on and it looks great. Some people just say like, it's too much of a white cast on them. For me personally, there is no white cast. I also want to preface that because it has a squalene in it, it is definitely like, it's very hydrating. It's going to leave like a dewy finish. So if you are on the oilier side, I don't think that this is something that you would particularly love. I also have been reading some reviews that said like, this isn't great if you like live in really humid climates or for summer, this might be better for you if you have like combination skin in the winter. Let's say you're like looking for like a hydrating daily sunscreen. It's got SPF 30 in it. So yeah, UVA, UVB protection. So I think it's like a really great daily sunscreen. I wear it underneath my makeup. I think it's great. Everyone knows I have dry skin. I don't find it to be like oily or greasy or any, there's no like slip for me. I like the way that it feels. I definitely think that this will be more of my go-to during the winter time when I'm even drier. So yeah, I think if you are still on the search for a mineral sunscreen that is, you know, quote unquote clean, or, you know, you're pregnant and you're looking for a sunscreen, which by the way, all of Biosans' products are like pregnancy friendly. And I've been getting a lot of questions about that lately, which I keep, I'm like, hey, we did a whole episode on this. But should we do another one? Because I'm actually writing a story right now about that not so pretty documentary that came out. And I talked to a reproductive endocrinologist. And I do think that there are some useful things that we could be sharing with our pregnant glams or potentially pregnant glams, just in terms of like 
what you need to be really focusing on and what is going to be a normal thing that's like almost impossible to avoid. Totally. I think like for so many people, they get so scared and overwhelmed that they just feel like they can't use anything. Yeah, I think that would be really great, Kirby, because there's so much information, so much fear mongering and people feel, I really feel like need to just be told like, this is okay. Times have changed, right? Like, I still think it's a little scary for a lot of women, but I know some women that like, will like eat sushi, have a glass of wine. Wear gel nail polish, get their hair highlighted. Yes, hair highlighted, a huge one. So many things that women were told basically like avoid at all costs because of this, this, and this. I mean, now I've heard basically like if you want to get your hair highlighted, don't go straight to the root, but like dead ends of your hair getting a highlight isn't going to affect your baby. Totally. And like maybe we're all wearing masks now. So just like wear a mask when you're doing it to protect you from like inhaling any of those like chemical smells. See if you have like an outdoor option because you are pregnant. I know that a lot of salons like shifted that way. But yes, let's do another episode where it's kind of like the behemoth pregnancy episode because I have a lot of pregnant friends right now that are coming to me. And I'm like, do you think I know anything about this? Like, I'm literally like slap a chemical on my face. I love it. Also, like you said, like information changes. Probably the episode that we did with Dr. Park two years ago. I don't even remember (laughs) the rules. I'm like, retinol, I know, is a a no-no and microcurrent. Yeah, 100%. So let's do that for sure. I know that you and Squalane have a difficult relationship, but I am really curious if you would like this sunscreen. They also make a jumbo size. So I think I did try this sunscreen because Biosense did send me a plethora of products and I thanked them for that. I will say I liked the sunscreen, but I wasn't obsessed with it to each their own. I don't like a dewy finish for the most part, but I did want to try it because the Glamgelinos are obsessed with it. I swear, and someone please let us remind us, there is a thread, I believe, in the Facebook group of someone being like, Biosance sunscreen is it if you are looking for a mineral sunscreen. I also just want to say to everyone, we need to get a grip and manage expectations when it comes to mineral sunscreens. Y'all, it is literally almost impossible unless it's a combination, chemical and mineral sunscreens, to have no white cast. It's almost actually impossible, especially at a 14% zinc level, which is important. The The amount of zinc matters. I want to do a whole episode on that. You have to like pick your battles, right? You're like, okay, I really just want like no cast at all. Then use a combination or use a chemical sunscreen. I love my chemical sunscreens. Again, to Kirby's point, like, yes, this might leave, you know, a cast on you. It probably will, especially if you have, you know, really deep skin tones. But under makeup, that's the thing. Like, especially if you're looking just for like one to layer underneath your makeup, which yes, we should all be doing that. I'm sure that all of our listeners do. Like this is a really great one because it really is light and it really does feel like an extension of your skincare because it is so hydrating. Again, if you are super oily, this might not be for you, but I encourage everyone to try it. And um, there's probably a lot of you who have already tried it. So it's available at Sephora. It's $30, not cheap. That feels normal for Sephora sunscreen. Okay, great. Love the Biosance love. Let us know. Let us know if you've tried the sunscreen. All right, let's move on to news. So it was announced that by 2023, Johnson & Johnson will not sell 
talc-based baby powder globally, okay? This is a massive deal, y'all. And I, I only wanted to bring it up because some of you might be going, didn't they stop that anyway? And yes, actually, in 2020, they stopped selling talc-based baby powder in the United States and Canada. But as many of you may know, there have been thousands of lawsuits filed against Johnson & Johnson claiming that they found asbestos or were exposed to asbestos in their talc-based baby powder. I just want to get everybody a little bit of a background on this particular situation because it is literally one of my passion projects right now. Like I mentioned, I'm writing this this story about Not So Pretty, okay? One of the things that they highlighted in the makeup episode, or the only point they highlighted in the makeup episode, was that there is talc in our beauty products that's causing things like mesothelioma, potentially ovarian cancer. Like you could have asbestos in your personal care products like baby powder or in your face powder compacts, whatever. There was a personal interest story of a woman. I think her name was Corinne. I believe she was in her 20s, diagnosed with mesothelioma. And she tested, I think, like 25 beauty products. And I think 10 out of the 25 tested positive for asbestos. And so the correlation was supposed to be that she got mesothelioma. I can't remember, but I believe she was a makeup artist and being exposed to this asbestos via talc in her products. Okay. So naturally everyone watching this is like Googling if their favorite face powder or eyeshadow has talc in it because they're going to want to throw it away. And in these cases, I don't know about you, Sarah, but for me, I'm always like, I need more information. I want to get to the bottom of this. Here are the facts when it comes to mesothelioma. Depending on where you look, on asbestos.com, they say there's it's a very rare cancer and that only 3,000 people in the United States are diagnosed each year. If you just Google it and that little health thing pops up at the top of your search results, it still says it's a rare cancer, but they say it's more like 20,000 people are diagnosed. And primarily... People diagnosed with mesothelioma are men, and primarily they are people who work in jobs like with HVAC systems. They were in the military, so they are exposed to asbestos. That's why you see those uh, those ads when you're watching some, you know, trash TV pop up, and they're like, "If you worked in this industry and have mesothelioma, so it is rare that you would get." asbestos exposure in a high enough amount, right, to get it from your makeup products. However, I was reading into this, mesothelioma takes decades to come forth, right? It's not like an immediate thing. It's not like, oh, you inhaled 72 days of asbestos in your baby powder, you have mesothelioma. It doesn't start to show until later on in life, right? Okay. So to me, I'm thinking, well, the beauty industry is really starting to boom now. So maybe they're just, the exposure hasn't been there yet. And maybe in 20 years, a ton of people are going to be like, oh shit, I got mesothelioma from like my compact powder. You know what I mean? Like, I understand why people are like, well, you know, mesothelioma is really a thing where only men get it and at an older age. And I'm like, yeah, but like back then, men were the ones that were primarily working and the women were at home, right? Okay, so I know there's that point. Then the other point, though, the counterpoint is like so many people use baby powder with talc, but not every single person or every single baby is predisposed 
to getting mesothelioma just because they used it. And one of the experts that I interviewed about this was like, it could be like a genetic predisposition, actually. It's not necessarily like what's happening around you and what environmental factors you might be exposed to. Although that is a big part of it when it comes to mesothelioma, if you're like a minor, minor meaning working in the mines, not like under the age of 18. You're like, Kirby, what the hell are you trying to say here? What I'm trying to say is that I think that we all need to just know that there have been changes made since 2018 when Reuters came out with that expose of how Johnson & Johnson knew that there were trace amounts of asbestos in their baby powder and did not tell the public, okay? That actually caused action with the FDA and got them moving to start testing It's starting small with a small sampling of beauty products in 2021. They tested 50. All 50 of them tested negative for asbestos. They're going to keep growing that number. And that is a, a good actionable thing that came from public outcry about this situation. Okay, so I think that's a good thing. But what I will say is the documentary did not include the fact that the FDA is taking action to make sure that this doesn't happen again just continues to like spark outrage in everyone. Yes. So I, while I do think the documentary does do some good things in terms of illuminating what's going on and maybe being aware, right? I also think that you can't just say what you want to say and not update everyone on the situation. You're just going to make everyone so angry and scared. This FDA uh, test that they conducted is like incredibly important. It's super important. I'll actually link it on our website so you guys can read it so you guys can know what's going on. Now, I think Johnson & Johnson is just so sick because Johnson Johnson stands by the fact they said, listen, we've done tests. Asbestos is not inherent to talc. We make sure that our products that are talc-based do not have asbestos. They've done third-party lab tests. But again, people don't trust them because of what happened between the 70s and early 2000s, right? So things might have completely changed, but they're like, yeah, right. You're probably just paying somebody off to say that. Whatever. Cornstarch it is. Cornstarch is your new BFF for your baby's ass and maybe whatever the hell else you want. If you have a talc-based beauty product, I would not freak out. If you want to be hyper, hyper sensitive to everything and drive yourself crazy, by all means, go for it. But just because it has talc does not mean it contains asbestos. And the FDA study that was done actually proves otherwise, that products with talc aren't inherent to containing asbestos, okay? So everyone take a deep breath. We're going to be fine. I'm just passionate about this because I'm like, first of all, misinformation, but also the beauty industry as well, preys on not only women, but mothers and and the young and children, okay? So when... You have both of those things coming together. It's like a tornado of fuckery. There's no way you're going to be able to win that. Yeah. It's like if I was playing rock, paper, scissors, that's how I'm winning. Yeah, it'd be a tornado versus Johnson and Johnson. I understand being aware and concerned. Like, Sarah, you have a small child. Obviously, you want to make sure you're not doing anything that could potentially predispose this child to problems in the future. I get it. But I just don't want women driving themselves up a wall because it's not as black and white as people trying to make it out to be. Anyways, okay. So that's the Johnson & Johnson news. I grew up using Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, 
Same. That's the point. Moving on to something else that people need to stop doing. Like, what are you even doing? Why would you want melanoma on your ass? I can't even with the TikToks of it, like people filming themselves doing this. Like, what are you doing? So I love the Allure headline, though. I am begging you to stop tanning your taint. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see the deck? With every burnt taint, we stray further from God's light. First of all, Marcy and Taylor, you you won't see God from this headline. (laughs) I love you. But I'm dying. Oh my God, it's it's so good. The Getty image that they used? I know, it's all just so good. Okay, so if you're on TikTok or even on Instagram, you've seen a bunch of people sunning their perineums. They've just got their legs spread open. <laughs> what is exactly your perineum? It's like your little butthole, like your little... I'm like going like this in circles with my finger as if that is like defining. This is the technical definition. Perineum, the area between the anus and the scrotum or vulva. They say to massage that area if you want to turn someone on. Oh, you're all supposed to, I think you're supposed to do that when you're um, pregnant. (laughs) Rub your perineum. I think you're supposed to, to help with it's like in addition to Kegels. How do you do that? Do you just like, you're like down here, like trying to rub your... You're already there sometimes, you know? <laughs> okay, so there's these videos and people literally have their legs spread open, their butt cheeks to, you know, get the sun on that little section. So Alora, of course, they've been on this since 2019. This was already a thing that people were talking about. And the original person who posted it metaphysical Megan (laughs) said that she's been doing the quote-unquote ancient Taoist practice recently, sunning my bum and yoni, because she claimed that it strengthened her organs, improved her libido, and regulated her circadian rhythm, as well as boosted her mental focus and increased her energy. So I want to check in with metaphysical Megan (laughs) and see how that's going for her. I'm sorry. It regulates your circadian rhythm because you're literally outside in the sun, not because it's tanning your ass area. I'm tanning my perineum. So that means that now I can sleep properly. What? That doesn't make any sense. I love that Marcy and Taylor had to even interview experts on this. They're like sending the email. They're like, Hey guys, we want to talk to you guys about perineums and sun tanning. They're like, Dr. Gretchen Freeling is like, fuck my life. (laughs) The melanoma of it all. Studies have shown people who have been exposed to HPV coupled with sun exposure had an increased risk of developing skin cancer. Sun exposure can exacerbate the herpes virus. I mean, there are just so many reasons to not do this. Wait, Sarah, (laughs) they have a stock photo of a woman laying on her back. Her legs are crossed. The caption is hilarious. This is a stock photo, but we imagine that whatever this person is doing isn't far off from the topic at hand. At butt? Question mark. Wow. They really had fun with this. I know. I love that they didn't take themselves too seriously. Agreed. They had fun with it, but also were like, I don't want to see a grown man laying on his back in his backyard with his legs spread and ass cheeks spread. Speaking of grown men, Josh Brolin, the actor, 
shared Megan's photo on his Instagram grid and then wrote, tried this perineum sunning that I've been hearing about. And my suggestion is to do not do it as long as I did. My pucker hole is crazy burned and I was going to spend the day shopping with my family. And instead I'm icing and using aloe and burn creams because of the severity of the pain. So learn from Josh Prolin, (laughs) if not anyone else, this okay first of all josh brolin this has to be a joke right like he can't be serious he has to be like making fun of it there's no way this is real at the end he says i'm icing and using aloe and burn creams because of the severity of the pain i don't know who the fuck thought of this stupid shit but fuck you nonetheless seriously black hole friday black hole sun severe perineum burns santa monica fire department asshole care that's what he wrote. It's a joke. It has to be a joke. There's no way. If anybody knows Josh Brolin, can you tell him to call the hotline? We would love to hear. One time I was walking with Ollie on Venice Beach and this man sitting on the ground started petting Ollie. And I was like, who is this stranger who is just on the ground with no shoes on petting Ollie? And it was Josh Brolin. That's iconic. That's Thanos right there. So... Maybe, you know, he's like one with the beach and the wellness. And so maybe this isn't too far off, but. I mean, I would hope Josh Brolin has more brain cells than this, but this is what I'm talking about, Sarah, when I say that people will do anything to get views on TikTok. I doubt that the people that made this trend viral on TikTok are actually sunning the bums. I love TikTok. I hate TikTok. Yeah. Good and the bad. Anyways, keep your perineums to yourself, everyone. Okay, I just wanted to note that I feel like the 40 assance is actually happening. I saw this article on Global Cosmetic Industry from July 1st called The Return of Anti-Aging. And it basically just talks about how there is a brand investor. Her name is Christine Holcomb. She discussed beauty sectors attracting investor attention, one of them being a revival in the idea of anti-aging. So Allure was like, no more term anti-aging. A lot of people followed suit. I totally understand why that word is problematic. I have had a very difficult time trying to describe the type of products. I know, without saying anti-aging. Yes, because I'm not telling you that I... But saying like, this is an aging gracefully product or this is a whatever. It's just like... Or this is a product to help prevent fine lines and wrinkles. Yeah, it's like you need like the one word. So somebody come up with a new version if anti-aging doesn't work. But I do think that this particular investor is right. Like there are so many products coming out with ingredients that do focus on turning back time, whether it's vitamin C, retinol, vacuchiol, whatever it is. And not to mention when our parents were like turning 40 and 50, right? Like Social media, like TikTok didn't exist. Neither did Instagram, okay? So this is like really the first time where there's like a group, a large sector of women who have been active on social media, seeing themselves on a computer or on a cell phone daily and are now getting to the age where they are seeing themselves literally age. Like in the world of social media, I'm like, if you're not creating a product that's supposed to help with like, fine lines and wrinkles, like you're probably going to miss out because it's like our generation is getting old now. Like we are the adults. (laughs) We are the aging people. And I think that's a good thing. 
And I think that it needs to be embraced. And I was really, really excited. I saw that um, Erica Metzger, beauty director of Better Homes and Gardens. This is a hundred year old brand. So they're doing like this big iconic spread for 100 years. And they did this future of beauty spread. And it says, gone are the days of contorting ourselves into a one-size-fits-all mold and an ill-fitting daily routine to match. With a new wave of products, innovative entrepreneurs and celebrity ambassadors championing diversity like age, skin tone, hair texture, heritage, and physical ability. The point is simple. Everyone is included. All of the women featured on this layout on the first page, maybe all of them except for one, have to be over the age of 35. And I would say most of them are probably over the age of 40 which is great. The new place for age inclusivity, the beauty aisle. And I was like, great, love to hear it. Um, there's like a sidebar in the spread that says, finally, adults wanted. These brands cater to women over 40. Hello, what am I talking about? There's number seven that has menopause skincare, hair biology, which is supposed to help with uh, restoring texture and shine. Better Not Younger is a hair care brand at Ulta. And then state of menopause. Here's the thing, though. I do think that there's a place for skincare and makeup over 40. But like, I don't want it to be called like menopause cream. You'd rather see anti-aging cream. No. (laughs) I don't want to see menopause cream. But I also like, I don't want to be reminded every day that I use a product that I'm going to be going through menopause. You know what I mean? Like, let's build the brand around the fact that women are aging and YouTube watchers of the past are now grown-ass women with families who are going to start going through menopause soon and are seeing these drastic changes with their hair, skin, and nails and bodies and brand that way, but not make the product so focused on like, oh, you're going through menopause, here's a menopause cream. You know what I mean? No, I get you. I agree. I agree. Like you've been saying. They need to just, (laughs) the marketing needs to change and focus more on the 40 plus crowd and treat us, treat us. I'm not even 40 yet, but we will be there soon. Treat us the same way, treat them the same way that they do the rest of us, you know, especially because they're the ones with the money. Brands are missing out. I know everyone is so focused on Gen Z. Everybody's so eager to scoop up Gen Z and get them loyal. They, I, I just feel like so many brands are going to be behind because they are so focused on like the social element and and nabbing these Gen Zers and like trying to keep up with that rat race that they are missing an entire demographic of like equally influential and engaged people who are now getting older and want to find things that will help with fine lines and wrinkles, want to find things that will help with lax skin, who need maybe a little less coverage and makeup than somebody who's in their 20s because, you know, they don't have acne. And if they have too much coverage, it accentuates all the lines and texture. Exactly. There is a huge market for this. If any one of you is an investor, come talk to Sarah and I. We'll be thrilled to launch a brand like this. Maybe, maybe we will launch a brand like this. I don't know. But it needs to be done. Polish Choice launched an estrogen cream. Did it work? Not really. Gonna be honest. Didn't work for me. I used it. I enjoy using it. I did not see a difference at all. But like, that's the type of thing I'm talking about. It's like, what can we... 
and like science backed, not bullshit. I'm not saying let's peddle stuff just because people are desperate to, you know, turn back the hands of time and whatever. Actual, like effective, efficacious, fun that celebrates. Yes, because aging at the end of the day is a privilege, is it not? It's totally a privilege. I literally think every day I can be hit by a car and die. Literally, literally. So it's a, it's a privilege and I just want more. You're right. Celebration. That's the word. Celebration. I don't think that people should feel ashamed for wanting to find an anti-aging cream, for wanting to prevent fine lines and wrinkles, for wanting to look younger. But like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Right. When you're young, you're like, embrace being old. When you get older, you're like, fuck, I feel like I'm 21 years old, but people on TikTok are telling me that I'm a curmudgeon and geriatric because I like don't edit my videos the way that I'm supposed to be editing them like everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, no, totally. It's fine to want to change. Like we promote this all the time, Sarah. To each their own. To each their own. If you want to change your appearance, change it, but do it for you. And I don't think there should be a fear in getting older, but... If you want to tweak a wrinkle, I'm right there with you. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Los Angeles was created by us, Kirby Johnson and Sarah Tan. It's part of the ACAST network and licensed by Vice Media Group. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 